Calling all detectives. Suppose you were a private detective and found that your client was not only killed, but that you were the prize suspect. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. There are some types of cases no private detective likes. And I, Jerry Browning, am no exception. Because about all you expect from such cases is... And tell my wife that if she sends any more private detectives after me, they'll get the same treatment. I uh, got up off the floor of the tavern, went on back to my office, and wrote a polite note to Mrs. George Maynard explaining why she'd have to hire another detective to follow her husband around. I also enclosed a bill for $50, but without much hope of ever collecting it. About an hour after I'd mailed the letter... Hello, Mr. Browning. Uh, this is George Maynard. Listen, I'm sorry about hitting you. I, I apologize. I need your help. Something terrible has happened. Could you come right over to my apartment? I rubbed my still aching jaw. It didn't hurt as much as the thought of how flat my bank account was. So, after only a second's hesitation, okay, Mr. Maynard, I'll be right over. The Maynard apartment was on the fourth floor, so when the elevator didn't come, I ran on upstairs found the door to the Maynard apartment unlocked. But as I stepped into the room... I caught a fist flush on the point of my chin. When I came to, a cop was bending over me. Get up, mister. You're under arrest for the murder of Mrs. Maynard. Lured to the house of a man who'd slugged me earlier that day, I was slugged again and found myself under arrest for the murder of a woman, my client. Police headquarters, the desk sergeant said, I never heard a more unlikely story in my life. But I tell you, Mrs. Maynard was my client. She hired me to check up on her husband. All I know is we got a tip that a suspicious character was hanging around the house. The squad goes out there, finds the poor lady shot, and you on the floor knocked cold with a vase. Listen, George Maynard called me. I went there because he asked for my help. You just said he slugged you in the afternoon, and you expect me to believe he called you up in the evening, and you go running back from our? Lock him up. Okay, Browning, you want it upstairs? I left my cell with a feeling that I was walking the last mile. Earlier, I'd had an interview with my lawyer, who'd showed me how bad things looked. George Maynard denied having phoned me, claimed that the reason he'd slugged me in the tavern was not because I was following him, but because he resented my attentions to his wife. district attorney, my lawyer, and two men from the homicide squad were in the big office. The D.A. scowled, shoved a piece of paper across the desk at me. Here, Browning, sign this and you'll be released. I looked at my lawyer, who nodded slightly. I picked up the paper, saw that it was a form waiver of any legal action for false arrest. I signed and gave the form back to the D.A. It's lucky for you, Browning, that you were in such a hurry to quit working for Mrs. Maynard after her husband hit you. 
We intercepted the letter and bill you sent her. That verifies your story. A warrant's been issued for George Maynard's arrest. That's all you can leave. I was tired, dirty, and unshaved after my 24 hours in jail, but I didn't go home. Well, maybe the police didn't know where to find Maynard, but I'd spent two days trailing him, and I knew his habits. I didn't locate Maynard until I'd made the rounds of half a dozen joints. Finally, colored him in a waterfront bar. <coughs> Gave him back the two wallops he'd given me and one more to remember me by. Maynard came, too, as I was taking him to headquarters. Listen, Browning, I didn't kill my wife. Shut up or I'll put you back to sleep. Maynard kept on pleading with me. He'd come home that evening, found his wife shot, realized that he'd be blamed for it unless... I had to do something, stall for time, so I thought about you. I smiled sourly. You'll be lucky if time is all you get instead of the chair. I turned Maynard over to the police, went on home for some well-earned sleep. But the more I thought about Maynard, the more troubled I got. The chances were that he'd killed his wife. That he hadn't. And he was an innocent man without a chance in the world. I got up, looked at my watch. Eleven o'clock. Oh, well. Sleepy-eyed elevator operator said, What for? For the Manor apartment. The operator snapped, suddenly alert. They got Manor. I just heard it over the radio. I nodded. Take me upstairs. You know, Mr. Browning, I never figured you'd done it. I had Manor pegged right from the start. I grinned. Oh, you know me, huh? The operator nodded vigorously. Oh, sure. Your picture was in the paper when they arrested you. And the way I doped it out, Maynard was waiting upstairs for you that night. And when you come in, he slugged you, left you there for the cops to find. I stepped out of the car. Hey, come on inside with me a minute. I turned to the operator. Now open the door with your pass key. The operator frowned. Well, you haven't got a pass key. You're a liar. You have got a pass key because you were in the apartment hiding there when Maynard slugged me. That's how you knew he slugged me, because the newspaper story was that I was hit with a vase. He tried to dart past me. I put out my foot, tripped him, and a moment later, had a thoroughly subdued prisoner. When I got to police headquarters, I felt like I was coming home. I'd been there so much the past couple of days. Well, it didn't take long to get a confession from the elevator operator. He'd been using his pass key to burglarize apartments in the building. Mrs. Maynard caught him at it. So he killed her. But before he could get out, Maynard returned home. That's why I had to walk upstairs that evening. Because a murderer was hiding in an apartment and watched one innocent man try to pin the blame for the murder on another innocent man. And it'd be nice to say that Maynard was grateful to me. Actually, he threatened to sue me for false arrest. Though he never did. Like I said, when anybody interferes between a husband and wife, the best he can get is a poke in the jaw. And the worst, an accusation of murder. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. 
mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective. <laughs> 